The Chicago White Sox beat the Kansas City Royals 7-4 to on Thursday afternoon. Uh, they won three of five games in the series. White Sox had 14 hits and five walks. Uh, Luis Robert had three of those hits on Thursday afternoon, and one of them uh, was a huge two-run home run in the eighth. Uh, Sox now head to New York for a rematch with the Yankees. You are locked on White Sox. Your daily Chicago White Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Locked on White Sox. Uh, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, uh, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. I really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Locked on White Sox is part of the Locked on Podcast Network your team every day. Uh, Dallas Keuchel gets the first crack uh, at the Yankees on Friday night. Uh, The White Sox got the job done on Thursday, and I'll break down the offense. Uh, It's been 38 games now on this season. How have you been feeling as a White Sox fan? State of the Sox, Sox are 19 and 19. They are still chasing uh, the Twins. Sox did beat the Kansas City Royals Thursday afternoon, 7-4. to four. They won 3-5 of five in the series against Kansas City. I'll go through some offense and pitching numbers a little bit later in this episode. Uh, so it's been 38 games, you know, and uh, how have you been feeling uh, as a fan uh, during these games, especially, uh, you know, after last night, uh, the, the loss two nights ago? Um, you know, have you... Have you taken a certain stance or down a certain avenue as a fan? Have you kind of made promises to yourself? Uh, you know, I have personally felt some apathy, some loathing, some, you know, anger, confusion, a lot of different emotions, stuff I didn't think I would feel uh, 38 games in uh, to the t- 2022 season. I thought it was going to go a lot differently. And I think when you converse with other Sox fans uh, and you spend any time on social media, which can be tricky, um, there are different avenues of fandom. And you be a fan however you want to be a fan. Um, I think that's the beauty um, of being a sports fan. You can personalize it. You can customize it to how it fits uh, into your life. Are you going to live by every single pitch? Um, from you know the beginning of the season to the end, every game, um, you know, living the highs and lows of every game. Are you going to be a little bit more passive? Uh, you know, it, it's completely your spin. Um, you can do it your way. Uh, so this, these are some of the things that I've kind of noticed, uh, not only with myself, but maybe with other people that I've also kind of conversed with other Sox, Sox fans in my life. And maybe you've felt the same way. Uh, So there's one kind of perspective of like, I'm simply done as a fan. 
this team is a joke. Uh, they're just a bunch of smoke and mirrors. They were never that good. They should have never uh, had all these types of expectations heading into the season. They are what they are, uh, 19 and 19. Um, there's, there's a little, there's a, there's a different perspective. That's a little harsher and, and more of the, you know, we were promised more as fans, you know, this team is awful and there needs to be answers. Uh, someone needs to explain to us, uh, why they're, they are so bad with the talent that they have. Um, there's a, a another approach that is more of glass, a uh, half full it's early. There's still four months left of baseball and just kind of leaving it like that. Like I am not going to analyze this team right now. Uh, we still have a lot of baseball left. Um, I've heard another Avenue of, you know, changes need to happen right now. Uh, fire, uh, Tony Larusa, fire Menachino, and then I'll come back and maybe attend games or I'll watch. And then there's a, a completely different uh, aspect of fandom, which is, you know what? I love the Chicago White Sox. I, you know, nothing's going to change that love of mine. And you know what? I'll see you at the ballpark and I'm tuning in no matter uh, what. And I, I think I can, you know, I, I might have to pick through a lot of those different avenues and make kind of a Frankenstein fandom of where I'm at. I mean, I'm through and through a diehard Sox fan. Um, I am watching every inning. Uh, if I'm not watching, you know, I'm tuning in on the radio or I'm at the ballpark. Um, I go over and rewatch certain things. I, I read a ton of articles. And it's not just because I'm doing, uh, you know, this lockdown podcast and, and then a weekly podcast called Good Guys Talk Back. Uh, I truly, you know, this this is my hobby. This is my passion. Um, and, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's sometimes a nice opportunity to kind of a- analyze, like, where are you as a fan? And uh, where do your passions lie and why are they uh, that way? I sometimes feel like, you know, we're customers just asking for answers, uh, asking uh, before, you know, we fork over more money. You get you get bombarded with all these different emails and promotions and, you know, commercials and, uh, you know, there's merchandise and tickets and this and that. And like, well, if I'm going to invest more of my time and energy and money, I want to know what's going on with this team. Why are they the way they are? Uh, how about some answers? I, I personally, you know, I, uh, I'm i 41, been a lifelong Sox fan. And, uh, you know, finally, like in the beginning of 2017, had a little bit of extra income. I thought, you know what, I'd like to become an, an actual season ticket holder. And uh, during that Sox Fest, that was um, Ricky Renteria's first year. Uh, got myself into the season ticket holder uh, plan. And, you know, yes, as a season ticket holder, maybe I felt like a little bit more invested, like I do some answers, but but nothing is guaranteed. I mean, at that time, I thought for sure this team was going to be on the right path. This was coming just months after uh, the big sale trade for Kopech uh, in Mankata. Uh, But, you know, the return on your investment, that that is what I think a lot of Sox fans are asking, even if you're not a season ticket holder, or maybe you don't go to a lot of games, you're just a fan. You, you've dedicated your time to pay attention to this team. Uh, you're wondering what, what's happening with this club. And there are a few answers that uh, maybe make sense. Maybe you're not looking for answers. Maybe you're just, you know what? Um, this is how the White Sox are. And uh, I'll check back in maybe later in the summer when everybody's healthy and things are clicking. But uh, I was reading some uh, Tony Larusa quotes 
uh, just on you know his perspective on different aspects. And uh, this is something that he uh, mentioned on managing in tough times. I thought it was a very interesting quote. Maybe you read it. Uh, this is uh, from Tony LaRussa. Uh, if we're struggling now, I have another gear I can go to. Uh, well, that's bull. Uh, all you do is make decisions. So you better give your same all the time. No, I take every game like it's the last game of my life. And if you really pay attention to that last line, I take every game like it's the last game of my life. That will raise some eyebrows because lately, especially with the bullpen, it hasn't felt like that. It felt it has felt like Larusa has been managing maybe for the next game or a game down the line, not for that particular game that they are in. Uh, this is Larusa on the team in general here in 2022. Uh, this script uh, hasn't been written. We are in charge of writing it ourselves to the extent that we can improve and play the best baseball we can. Uh, I think a lot of folks, including myself, will say, well, get better writers if you are writing the script. Um, maybe make some different managerial changes. Maybe get some consistent lineups. I don't know. Uh, but LaRusse is clearly saying, um, you know, you cannot define us yet. Uh, we are, you know, we've got a lot of baseball left, which I understand. There's four good months left uh, and, we'll, and we'll stay tuned. TL, TLR on hitting coaches. Uh, I'm in the cage a lot. Uh, the players will tell you the messages they're getting, whether it's strategy or mechanical, we're just not executing. So, I mean, you didn't, nothing groundbreaking there in those quotes. Uh, he is talking about some of the topics, not really shedding a ton of light. I think a lot of fans are, are really upset um, that LaRusa is still around. But Tony LaRusa is untouchable. Uh, this is Jerry Reinsdorf's handpicked guy, uh, pretty much shoved down our throat. I think uh, shoved down Rick Hahn's throat. And he's not going anywhere unless he himself uh, decides to do that. Uh, I think what I'm looking for is maybe a little fire. Get thrown out of a game, you know, um, get get hot and bothered in the in the post game presser uh, almost, you know, we're, we're paying for it as fans, so to speak, like get, give us our money's worth, uh, pretend to care just a little bit. Uh, the win on Thursday afternoon uh, was a big deal. Seven to four. It's important, I think, to get on that winning streak heading into New York. Sox had 14 hits on Thursday, but I'm going to tell you why one particular hit uh, mattered the most. More on that in a moment. Imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing that was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That is what it is like eating a birthday cake puff from Built. Uh, I actually just received a box a few days ago uh, of these birthday cake puffs, and uh, you know I really haven't had anything quite like them. Uh, they're they're light. Fluffy, just, you know, as the description says, they're perfect for maybe before a workout, maybe after a workout. Uh, they are available right now, but can't promise that they're going to be there uh, in the future. So you got to go to built.com today. If you haven't tried the puffs, uh, you know, I'm going to let you in on a secret. Uh, it really is a chocolate covered marshmallow protein bar. Um, that is right. A delicious flavored marshmallow uh, covered in 100% real chocolate. Make every day your birthday with Built's Birthday Cake Puffs. Built has taken the delicious experience of biting into a fresh slice of birthday cake, enrobed it in 100% white chocolate, and added sprinkles. 
with 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, and only 9 grams of sugar. This limited-time flavor is an amazing option if you are looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day. All Built Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means that with Built, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Now podcast, recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts, taking fans through the season like no other network, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, The White Sox uh, had the third highest chase rate uh, in all of Major League Baseball coming into the game on Thursday afternoon. Um, and they have not been taking many walks at all. You know that uh, watching it as a fan, and you have probably noticed also that our hitters, whether it be Jose Abreu or Luis Robert, uh, have been swinging uh, at pitches that are nowhere near the strike zone, and uh, those numbers uh, prove it. With, we've got the data now um, to put a, uh, a number on that. Uh, on Thursday afternoon, Sox did manage seven runs on 14 hits. 13 of those 14 hits were singles. They did have five walks. Uh, they did strike out 11 times, and Mankata and Sheets uh, each struck out uh, twice. Uh, we'll take you through some of the highlights here uh, offensively. Uh, in the first inning, right off the bat, Tim Anderson led off the game with a walk. It was the first leadoff walk since September 26th, 2021, uh, Abreu actually walked in the first as well. That's two walks in the first inning. Sox only had one walk in the last two games combined, uh, but of course, Sox couldn't do anything with it at the time. Uh, there was some life in the third inning for our White Sox. Uh, Anderson had a, a second walk. Uh, Mankata up with one on, one out. Uh, Anderson stole second. Um, and then he stole third, which was something else. Uh, Mankata struck out, unfortunately. Uh, he was something like one for 19 in the series and might have earned injured his leg. Uh, Larusa was talking a little bit about that. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with Mankata. Uh, Robert, RBI base hit, making it three uh, to one. Uh, Sox were, uh, were trailing in this for a while. Uh, Abreu walked uh, two on, two out for Pollock. Uh, he walks, which was the fifth walk of the game. Uh, bases loaded with sheets up, and he flew out to end the threat. Um, that is the essential problem, uh, but don't worry, it happened again. Uh, not getting the job done with bases loaded. Um, you know, the Sox had multiple opportunities in this game early on, too, uh, where, you know, they could have really stamped on some throats. Uh, they could have put it to Kansas City, and they kept letting them off the hook. Um, all that went down in the third inning. Uh, fast forward to the fourth. They really had some stuff going on uh, here. Two on, nobody out uh, with McGuire. He he had a bunt. Harrison got a single. So you've got bases loaded with nobody out. Uh, Tim Anderson up again. Base hit up the middle. Two runs come in. It was four to three Royals at that point. Uh, after a Mankata fielder's choice, uh, he was not hustling down to first, by the way. There was a wild throw. So Sox had first and third with only one out for Robert. He got hit by a pitch. He got bases loaded for Abreu. 
He struck out. Uh, Pollock grounded out, and they let Hernandez off the hook once again in back-to-back innings. Just you're pulling your hair out as a Sox fan. You know, finally, we're taking walks, we're we're getting hits, we're moving guys around, we're trying to take advantage of of some of the miscues by the defense, and you can't get the job done with runners in scoring position. Uh, sixth inning now, a Harrison with an infield hit goes to third on a base hit from Tim Anderson. Anderson, talk about TWTW, uh, 10 for 16, I think it was, maybe 10 for 17, but had three RBIs. Uh, what a game. First and third with nobody out. Mancada, another strikeout in a critical situation. He had a very rough series. I mean, rough last seven games, I would say, for Mancada. Uh, Robert uh, with one out. He comes through with an RBI single, ties the game at four. Don't stop now is what you're yelling, right? Uh, but a Brayu grounds into a double play uh, with some solid defense by Kansas City. End of the threat. Uh, seventh inning, a pinch hit RBI single from Adam Engel. Sox go up at this point, five to four. Uh, again, could have gotten more uh, in that inning. Uh, there was a hit and a run, uh, a hit and run, I'm sorry, and that went terribly wrong. I'm sure you saw it. Eighth inning, this was the big, this was the big inning. Uh, Sox go ahead here with a massive two-run home run from Luis Robert. Um, you know, he, when he hit it, he stared it down. He knew it. Uh, it was gone left center field, a bomb. He can be a very dangerous man. Uh, we've seen it happen, uh, not only in, uh, this game, this Thursday game, but throughout the series here in Kansas city. And, you know, every offensive lineup needs that they need a few dangerous guys where an opposing pitcher has no place to hide. And that is another thing that's just been lacking, is the extra base hits from our White Sox, the lack of power. And I'm hoping now that Abreu is starting to come around, that he is our dangerous guy. He is our guy that can kind of put us on his shoulders a bit when we need a big extra base hit, when we need a shot in the gap, when we need a big home run. Um, we're hoping that a Robert emerges because I don't know if we're going to get it from Abreu. I don't know if we're going to get it from Mankata. Uh, Robert has been playing well the last couple of weeks, and now the power numbers are coming around. Uh, runners in scoring position for the White Sox, five for 16 in the game, uh, 11 runners left on base. Uh, White Sox with bases loaded. Ugh. Coming into Thursday's game, the Sox were one for 19 with the bases loaded. And obviously, uh, as you just heard, the Sox did not do much to improve on those numbers. So yeah, 14 hits, seven runs, uh, the 13 singles and the, you know, the inability to just get the job done, especially with bases loaded. You got to improve on that, uh, especially if you want to beat good teams like New York this weekend. Uh, the White Sox bullpen held up against Kansas City and now the team heads to New York for a three-game series. I'm going to tell you why things could go better for the Sox uh, this time around. More on that uh, in a moment. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting, wagering information from live betting to playoffs, uh, eSports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Uh, BetOnline, 
where the game starts. So uh, Vince Velasquez was on the hill for the Sox uh, during Thursday's afternoon game. Um, you know, he wasn't too impressive. Um, yeah, he gave up a two home run to Dozier in the second inning. Um, Velasquez comes out to the fourth after Sox scoring a few runs. And, uh, you know, Beckham was talking about during the telecast, you know, after your team is able to get on the board a little bit, your job as a pitcher to get them right back in the dugout so they can start using those bats again. Uh, it was a bit of a long inning, uh, but no damage was done. A crazy catch by Pollock in left field. If you haven't seen the highlights, check that out. Uh, very, very much of an adventure for him, but he, he stayed with it. Uh, and again, no damage done for Velasquez. He went five innings, uh, gave up six hits, four earned runs, one walk, three strikeouts, a home run. Uh, and his ERA sits at 5.79. He threw 87 pitches in Thursday's game. Uh, he gave way to Sousa. Joe Kelly, uh, who was able to get the job done in the seventh. Graveman in the eighth. And then Liam Hendricks nailed it down for his 12th save. The bullpen, folks, on Thursday allowed zero runs, which is a great sign. Uh, White Sox are in New York now for a three-game series. Uh, we all know how that previous series went last weekend. Uh, Sox, of course, lost three of four against the Yankees. Uh, those first two games, just absolute uh, just drubbings. Um, Dallas Keuchel is going to go against uh, Cortez uh, on Friday. Keuchel pitched in the only game that the White Sox won against the Yankees. That was that Field of Dreams, uh, Tim Anderson bobblehead game. Uh, Keuchel in that game. Went five innings, four hits, three walks, three strikeouts, and zero earned runs. A lot of credit to how Keuchel mixed things up. He did what he needed to do perfectly. Kept them off balance, nipped at the corners. Um, it, it, was, uh, it was exactly what he needed to do. Uh, the Yankees are going to be throwing Nestor Cortez uh, against the Sox, and he mystified the White Sox uh, during the series finale on Sunday. Uh, he went eight innings, only gave up three hits, uh, one earned run, seven strikeouts. So my hope uh, for this White Sox team is that, you know, all the offense, all the hits that they did have on Thursday, you know, Robert's power, uh, that can translate, you know, into maybe some hot bats. You saw Tim Anderson trying to get the team going with a couple of stolen bases. He flashed some leather again. Uh, we need those leaders. Um, and, you know, maybe it can be Tim Anderson uh, with everything he does. Robert with the bat. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully Mankata is healthy. Uh, but I uh, I have a good feeling. Got a good feeling about this series in New York. You got Johnny Cueto, I think, on Saturday. Um, maybe, uh, maybe Kopech on Sunday. Uh, so looking forward to definitely a different script than the last time we saw the Yankees. Uh, folks, really appreciate you making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find uh, the Lockdown White Sox podcast everywhere you find podcasts. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Uh, appreciate you making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen uh, Lockdown MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, just call him Sully. Uh, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Uh, thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. I'm Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Sox.